to a special double feature episode of Cineblokes. I'm your host, Benjamin Baker. And I'm Kaylin Burrows. And we have just come from the cinema. Uh, spent a lot of time there, actually. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's uh, a, yeah. We, With a um, fortnight, it felt like. It did feel, you know, we, you know, we looked up the times and it worked out that we could watch one after the other. And uh, so we did. So we're going to present two films and review them. That's um, right. We uh, we just come from Fifty Shades Darker. Right. We watched it twice, so we're yeah. going to give two different reviews, so you can really get you know the feel of the film. Yeah. See, the first one we actually watched it we're in silence. We just watched it. Yeah. Right. right. We had the noise cancelling stuff. Yeah, then right. the second time we watched it blindfolded. Right. And just listened to it. To really get the sensory. Yeah, really you know. take it in and yeah. feel yeah. like we was being dominated. Yeah, all right. So we didn't do that. None of that happened. None no. of that actually happened. We did have a bit of a disaster trying to get in. Uh, you know, we once did. we got there with you know yeah. the, the snacks and stuff. So yeah, I missed the beginning. Probably what fifteen minutes? Yeah, maybe a good, twenty minutes. A good ten minutes of uh, of the Lego the Lego Batman movie. All right, that's the first film that we yeah. saw. It was the Lego Batman movie. So we arrived at the AMC theaters. Right, and like we do. Everything's all new, all shiny. Yeah. Big uh, reclining seats, and they're renovating the snack bar area. And we ordered some hot dogs, and they were like, oh, there'll just be a couple of minutes. I'm pretty sure she said the couple of minutes was the word. Right. And so we were like, yeah, no problem. And then we waited for like five minutes, and then nothing. And they were like, you know, you should probably just go into your movie, and we'll bring them into you. And we're like, yeah, all right, sure. <laughs> like you do. And then, you know, we're, what, 15 minutes in, the previews. We got through, yeah, we got through almost all the previews, and then... You know, you were like, I should go check. Yeah, I was like, and I was like, well, if you go now, you know, they should be yeah. ready. And then, you know, I'm sitting in the theatre by myself, you know, just waiting for my hot dog and my mate to come back. And I just keep watching the yeah. the exit, the entrances, hoping that maybe... No, yeah. whole first 10, 10, 15 minutes of the film yeah. rolled by yeah. without him seeing No, I went it. back out and they... I don't know what they were doing to cook them, but there was a lot of staring involved. <laughs> like, she would walk up to the thing... And, that you know, they're on that sort of rotisserie sort yeah. of thing. And she'd look at them and be like, yeah, I don't think they're done yet. How, how do you fucking know? But I just wanted to be like, just just give it to me. They're already cooked. You're just heating them up. Yeah, no. Yeah. Absolutely. You could, we could eat them just right yeah. off the cut. You know, they wouldn't taste good. No, they'd but, be gross. But... but we could. We'd be fine. So just, you know, get them a little hot. And, you know, yeah. throw them in a bun. We'll be fine. But no, I'm, no. so I missed the uh, beginning of the film. Right, which is unfortunate because this particular film starts very strong um, as someone who watched it. Um, it's, uh, it does. It, right out of the gate, you know, you're going to know whether or not you're on board. It's very just, you know, you go in to see a Lego Batman movie if you enjoy either one of those two things. If you enjoy Legos and you enjoyed the Lego movie and you also love Batman... When you put those two in a film together, it's magic. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, because there's, yeah, there's a lot of silliness. Right. But there's also, you know, there's a bit of a, a, a love letter to Batman in there oh, as well. Oh, absolutely. You know? Yeah. So, but it was it was done very well. Right. I, I agree. It, it's very, you know, like I said, if you like those things, you know, it, it does. The one thing I will say about the film overall, just in general, is that it does take a lot of great things from, you know, the Lego movie. But it doesn't it lacks a bit of that that heartstring pull. It it's got it. It's in there. But I felt like with the Lego movie it was a bit more 
And obviously they're dealing with different themes, so I understand that, that yeah. difference. But I did feel it was a bit more weighty I mean, really, in the Lego movie. Although but... it's not that different in theme, really. It's because really not. in the Lego movie, it was about a father and son connecting. Yeah, right. And, and in this, the messages are all about family in yeah. a father and son yeah. sort of way. Yeah, more in a Fast and Furious kind yeah. of way. But, uh, you know, and what's the thing? Lots of pop culture references. Oh, my God. I mean, look, when you... You had me, I mean, it was in the third act, but when you make a Jim Carter reference, yeah. I love you. Yeah, I need it, to meet uh, the people that wrote this, yeah. all like eight of them. Did there, you see that? There was yeah, a lot I, of names yeah, on written by. There, there, was, there were moments in this film, to me, this film nails pop culture. And like you said, it does feel like a love letter to Batman. So if you are a fan of Batman, the, the jokes that are just packed into this film, there were moments where I think my stomach, I was laughing out loud and I missed... You know the next line because it was so funny. Um, yeah, so the film is is absolutely hilarious all the way out. Um, there's actually a ton of action. The film is is pretty much non-stop almost. I feel yeah. um, hot Lego action. Yeah, hot Lego action. Um, yeah, I, there's not a whole lot to say. I mean, you know, you can go over the plot, I guess, a bit. Yeah, well, I mean, just standard generic yeah. Batman Joker plot. Yeah. You know, uh, so, I mean, yeah, you know, s spoilers. Sure. We'll, we'll keep it vague. Yeah. But, uh, so the part that I missed <laughs> right. was Batman, you said, battling all the villains. Yeah, yeah. so uh, essentially, you know, the the Joker shows up and he's like, um, oh, I've got a plan to take over Gotham. And, uh, you know, uh, he, it's, it's a humorous scene where he shows up on this plane and he's like, oh, I'm going to take it over. And they're like, yeah, but Batman beats you every time. And so he's like, no, no, he doesn't. And then like, yeah, ev ev literally every time. Uh, and they like recount actual Joker things that he's done that Batman has foiled. Um, and so they, you know, uh, he ends up fighting off all the villains and uh, they get a new commissioner. And uh, as he's, uh, well, I'll backtrack, sorry. As he fights the Joker, the Joker is heartbroken to find out that he's not Batman's greatest villain. Because Batman doesn't let anyone in, and he doesn't care about anybody. And this brutalizes the Joker. He's so devastated that he's not the villain. Yeah. And that's the catalyst And that's the catalyst that drives the rest of the plot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, like, it involves... You know, in much the way that the Lego movie mashed up a lot of different things, they were able to do the same thing right. using the Phantom Zone yeah. <laughs> so, from, from uh, the Superman storyline. So great. Uh, and brought in all all sorts of villains. Oh, yeah. Uh, including, I think they were all, obviously all Warner Brothers properties. Well, they have to be. Like yeah. Gremlins yeah. and... Yeah, Gremlins and, and Sauron from Lord of the Rings. Uh, Voldemort makes an appearance in this one. Yep. Um, even the Daleks, if you're a Doctor oh, yeah, Who fan. Yeah, the Daleks. They, 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 don't ever, they don't ever refer to them as Daleks. No, they but don't. It's, it's <laughs> definitely them. They are there. And I don't even like Doctor Who, and I know that they were there. But yeah, it's honestly, it's a fun film. Um, you know, from start to finish, it's a great time. Uh, I would actually say uh, for children and adults, it's it's oh, perfect. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. a perfect film to take the family and literally everybody that you bring will enjoy it. Yeah, and you you will find the adults laughing at sections that the children aren't, yes. and the children laughing at more the physical stuff. Right. But you know, it still works. Yeah. Um, as far as voice acting goes, you know, Will Arnett is back as Batman. Right. Fantastic job. No, he's great as always. Uh, Michael Sarah as uh, Robin. Yeah. Who? By the way, good job. actually doesn't sound like Michael Sarah. 
Yeah, there were a couple places. There were moments, did. yeah, there yeah. were moments. But, but you, the... you do spend the film going, oh, who, like, <laughs> who is that? Yeah, he would say a couple of lines and be like, oh, it's Michael Sarah. Yep. But then for most of the film, you really do forget that it's him. Yeah. Uh, um, Rosario Dawson. Rosario Dawson, as, yeah. Uh, as Barbara Gordon. Yeah. And then this, I felt this was weird. So you have, you have uh, Ralph Fiennes yeah. in the film doing the voice of Alfred. Right. But want to have him do the voice of Voldemort. <laughs> Instead. <laughs> Instead, you get you cast Eddie Izzard. Uh, I feel like I was a, just a mishap. Voldemort. Or maybe they did it for us. I don't know. Like, huh? You see what we did? Because as soon as I saw his name pop up, I was like, I wonder if he did both. And I was like, no, no, he didn't. Um, so, and actually, one of the casting choices I did not care for yeah. um, was the Joker. I felt like the Joker could have been more jokery. If to say something, it was Zach Galifianakis. Oh, and yeah, once I saw sense. the name, I was like, yeah, that would explain why I didn't really care for it, yeah. I feel. Uh, he just doesn't do anything for me. Yeah, I'm and once And once I knew it was him, then it was like, yeah, no, it, it was basically yeah, right. Zach Galifianakis doing the Joker. So, um, But fun or fact. Or not doing the Joker. Fun fact, me. even though he's got two lines in the entire film, um, Billy D. Williams played Two-Face in this film. <laughs> he voiced it. He does only have like two or three lines. It must have been when I was outside. Yeah, no. yeah, That's it, so it, disappointing. It was. And actually, I think I think I remember him calling himself Billy D. Williams in the film, and I was like, "No way!" Um, but yeah, sure enough. And um, and yeah. all I think all the voices that played Superman and Green Lantern uh, in the Lego Movie reprised their roles, doing their yes. voices in this yes, as those characters. That's right. So, and also Mariah Carey for some reason. Do we, who? As McCaskill? Sure. I, yeah, I, I didn't know. Sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, there's really not a lot of like negative to say. Like, they nailed it. Yeah, I, I would agree. Um, yeah, I, I don't have almost anything negative to say about it. I was completely entertained from beginning to end. Um, you were entertained from, you know... <laughs> 20 minutes on. From close to beginning to <laughs> close end. Close to beginning to end. Let's say start of the middle. Yeah. <laughs> to the end. Um, but yeah, I honestly, from it, at least for me, from start to finish, it, it was fun. I had a great time. I laughed. You know, it was a, a wonderful film. Very well made. Yeah. Some uh, some references to all the previous all of Batman them. films. <laughs> all of them. And the Batman 66. Oh, yeah. it's Oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> Including... What probably made me laugh harder than anything yes. else is when he said, we're going to punch people so hard the sounds are going <laughs> to appear in the air as words or whatever it was. Oh, we oh, lost it. We Absolutely did. lost it. I don't even know how long. We was laughing through the whole sequence. <laughs> yeah, I missed the sequence because I was laughing so in hard. In anticipation. It was so good. Yeah, it's great. It's honestly, I, I can't recommend this film enough. I, I think it, I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. So. Shall we... Rate it, I suppose. Sure. I'm gonna give it 4.5 out of five. Whoa. Batman gadgets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I honestly, I, I, there's so little. The only reason I can't give it a 5.5 because that would mean that it's that it was a, it's a perfect film, and I just can't can't bring myself to do that. But it's damn near close. What about 4.9? No, it's too high. No, that's too <laughs> it's much. 4.5. Got to be those those odd. Com- five combinations. Got to be multiples of five. <laughs> That's how I write, Caitlin. All right. 
Uh, well, I'm going to give it 4.9 oh, then. Oh, wow. 4.9. Coming out of the gate strong. Batgirl outfits that get tried on <laughs> throughout this film. It was great. So just a oh, lot, yeah. so many great moments. And they're so quick. It's just the the, the the amount of jokes that they were yeah. able to pack no, this in. Is, such a this small... is one of those where you have to rewatch it yeah, no, to you catch have to. everything. Yeah, because there are so many. It's just one after the other. It's it's honestly like a bunch of comedians got together and they were like, how many jokes can we make about Batman in a single film? All of them? All right, let's go. Yeah. No, it was really good. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, then we immediately walked right over to the next theater um, and saw John Wick Chapter 2. That we did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, much different than the Lego film. <laughs> different themes. But um... just as funny. Yeah. No, uh, <laughs> not quite. Although, I will, look, I will say this yeah. for, for John Wick 2. You know, I've, the theater was not as packed uh, while we were watching the Lego movie, mainly because we was in a very expensive theater. Right. But... Uh, and also the crowd wasn't as reacting as much in the Lego movie. Yeah, I felt like it was mostly you and I. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was a lot of laughing at things. us, very audible. <laughs> yeah, nothing right. Else. <laughs> but it, I, I couldn't contain it. But in John Wick, yeah, the the action, there's action sequences that are so visceral and just cringeworthy oh, that yeah. the entire theater was was. Audibly making gasping noises, right? Cheering, yeah, clapping. There, there's, there was one fight scene in particular where I think the entire audience just went oh and just clapped repeatedly, and, and, yeah. repeatedly. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was fan, yeah, that kind of. And it's all, and it's all in relation to, like, you know, John Wick is this character from the first film that's just so legendary, right? And so there's this story this, about him killing three dudes with a pencil, yeah, and so. They kind of capitalized on that at one yeah, point in the right. film. And it's one of those things where you're like, yeah, no, that's why there's a legend about him. <laughs> it was so good. Um, yeah, so John Wick 2 uh, takes place pretty much exactly where the first film left off. Yeah. Um, you know, he is still trying to get out and he's digging himself out of this hole that he created. Um, you know, he, he goes to get his car back because I, I guess, you know, it was taken away. When yeah, they his... sort of, they sort of re, like finish up. The, yeah, the story right. from the first one. Yeah, because he basically takes out the other dude's brother, the Russian dude from the first film. Yeah, yeah. It, he doesn't it, take him out. He, he doesn't take him out. He, he calls for peace. Yeah. Um. So he, he you gets. Know. He, he comes, gets his car, then he wrecks his car, then he gets hit by a car, and then hit by another car, <laughs> kills a bunch of dudes, and then goes and says, "Hey, peace," <laughs> and then takes his messed up car and leaves. Yeah. It's a fun sequence, though. Yeah. It's, you know, it's uh, it's pretty good. Um, so, yeah, so then he gets approached by uh, another assassin, I'm assuming. Um, so, well, someone in the organization. Someone some, in the organization. Right, someone right. powerful. Yeah, someone powerful, yeah. yeah. He gets approached by him, and he is asking him to return a favor that he gave him. John Wick says, no, you're crazy. I don't want to do this. I'm out. And, you know, the big bad guy's like, well, I don't care. I want you to do my job. Um, and so, you know, after, you know, going back and forth and blowing up a house, he, um, he reluctantly agrees and that kind of sets off uh, a chain yeah. of events, uh, where John Wick is definitely back. And I, I will say this, there's a part, so after he sort of finishes off the storyline from the first film right? and he comes back home 
and he goes down into his basement and he packs up all his guns and everything. And yeah. it's in the first movie, he smashed open the concrete floor to get to his th stuff because he gave that life up. Right. You know? And so he packs it all up and he gets the cement mix out and starts laying it down. And what did you said? You were like, well, don't do it. You just have to break it open again. <laughs> And it did seem a bit silly because no sooner does he finish laying it down yeah, right. than the doorbell rings and it's this asshole who's yeah. like, hey, remember when I did you that favor that lets you get out? Well, you never get out. I'm calling it in. Yeah, right. And I have to say, uh, for being as, you know, the boogeyman as they call him and supposed to be the super, super assassin, he's not too bright sometimes. When yeah. you When you turn down someone who basically threatened you if you didn't, as he's leaving your home, if he says, you have a lovely home, John. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's going gonna, gonna to blow it up, yeah, mate. He's going to do something bad. You should know that that's what's going to happen. Well, I get it. You survived. But, you know, come on, mate. You knew. You knew that was coming. And actually, what's funny is, you know, directly after this, you know, fiasco, he meets with the management, Winston, from the first film. Yeah. And Winston tells him, so what do you think was going to happen? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you, uh, you, the voice of reason. You made an arrangement and you broke the terms of that arrangement. Yeah, so yeah, so yeah. we can kill you or you can do the job. <laughs> even, Those are your choices. Even as the, as the person was offering him the job, I was like, just take it, John. Just, <laughs> just fucking do it. I know you don't want this life no more, but you save yourself a lot of heartache. Yeah. You just do it and yeah. then be done with it. Right. Although once you find out what the job is, then it's also like, yeah, okay, no. He would have been fucked either way. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so. Yeah, and this, you know, make no mistake, you know, this this guy that calls in this favor is an arsehole, yeah. um, and he's he's definitely a bad guy, um, and does not respect John Wick in any way, shape, or form. So, um, yeah, it sets up a, a pretty uh, crazy chain of events. That yeah. Um, yeah, it sets up a crazy chain of events. You know, that just basically leads us into each action sequence. One thing I will say about this film, and we were talking about this before, but this film does a lot more exposition. So a lot more, yeah, yeah, a lot more. This film feels slightly longer because they are trying to, I guess, expand a bit on the world and introduce you to new assassins and new characters. And you know, you visit a continental in Italy, and you know, they start talking about the High Council, and you know, there's there's a whole world yeah. of things that they open up and, here. And I will say that in doing that, they have made a very interesting and unique world, like, right. Even though, yeah, it's you know, like you're going into it for the action, and there is a lot more story. Like, I'm truly fascinated by this world. That yeah, he absolutely. In. No, absolutely. It's it's a fascinating. Like, they have their own currency. Yeah. They have their own. And like I was saying to you, like this is everything that Assassin's Creed should have been. <laughs> right. Like if these if these guys used hidden blades, yeah, this could just be Assassin's Creed. Right. Like that's this world. It's so unique. Yeah. It's it's yeah I agree it's super unique and they're very they're, they're all so casual and they they're all professional and they you know they just kill people yeah <laughs> you know it's the job and uh, it does end um, leading into what appears to be John Wick chapter oh, yeah, three yeah yeah for sure and um, if and if you're wondering yeah. be like well like Taken three probably N not no, because no. this was a far superior film to the sequel to Taken yes absolutely they. They really do take a lot of the things that made the first film great and double down on those things. Yeah. You know, they, they step up the action while, you know, yes, there's a lot more story that goes on in between each action sequence. The action sequences are clearly made to be, 
grander without losing what made them so cool, I felt. And that was the one thing I really appreciated. Well, and they do make you wait more for them. Because, you know, the first film, it was a very little bit of exposition at the beginning, and then as soon as the action started, it was you were on a roller coaster ride to the end. Yeah, right. Uh, this one, it wasn't like that. There was a bit of action at the beginning, then they get into the story, and they make you wait for it, uh, for the action to get going. And then when it does, you know, it yeah. pays off big time. Yeah, no, it absolutely does. And it's one of those where, like you said, uh, where they took a lot of the elements that worked in the first one, uh, you know, things like no shaky cam. You know, you get to see these beautiful fight scenes where you can see everything that's going yeah, on. It's it's one of the things that made the first film so strong, you know, because you, you do get to see it all happen before your eyes. Um, and then this one, they didn't try to trade it in to be like, oh, yeah, we should go back to that. It's very clear that these are stuntmen that want you to see, you know, they, oh, yeah. there's a, there's a, a great fight scene between uh, John Wick and Common, by the way. Uh, strangely. Yeah, who knew? Who knew? Um, but they do this great fight sequence where they, you know, they, they fight numerous times, but there's one point where they fight right above stairs and then you see them launch down. Oh the my stair- God. And it is so, there's no that, cutaways. That there's was, no multiple camera that angles. That was one of those where the audience was reacting to yeah. that situation because and they, they honestly, they go down maybe what? Three flights. Of yeah, they, yeah, because they go down some stairs. They hit a landing and they stand up, throw a couple punches, and then get thrown down the stairs yeah. again. And then it happens once more. And every right. time you're like, "Oh, yeah. ah!" And it, it's again, it's so clear that stuntmen are in control of the film because they, yeah, it's one camera. There's no yeah. multiple cut shots. And oh yeah, they clearly replaced yeah the whole, this person. The, it's the, very the, seamless. The stair sequence was all. It was shot up. Yep. The stairs and it was all done in one. Yeah. At least it looked like one take. Yeah. And that's um, one of the things I appreciate about the action of this film. Yeah. So when we talk about you know them doing crazy things like killing someone with a pencil, you see that. There's no cut. The way they do it is brilliant. It's, uh, yeah, Yeah. it's great. And, you know, there's a lot, I'm almost 100% positive, there's a lot of CGI going on in the bullet effects because, you know, John Wick has 100% accuracy with headshots, except when he's fighting other named assassins like Common, and then they can't hit the broad side of a barn. Right. But, um, he is when you beat Call of Duty and then you go back and you're like, you know what? I'm just going to play it on easy. Headshot, headshot, headshot. Yeah. But in doing that, there's a lot of effects of, you know, blood splatter and right. brain matter and stuff like that. And I guarantee you that's all CGI. Yeah. But it's done in a way that you don't feel like it's CGI. And because it's still grounded in they're actually doing this stuff. Yeah. You really have hats off again to the stunt you know, the stunt people and Keanu Reeves because right. there's a lot of these fights that are big, just one take of him doing what they call sort of gun foo. Right. But it's so well choreographed and the fact that he's not actually shooting, you have to remember that, oh, I gotta, I gotta turn around and shoot this guy in the face or whatever, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, it's done so well. I love like six guys and one guy he debilitated at the beginning and he's still, like, at the very end, he'll remember to turn around and shoot him in the head. You're yeah. just like, good, what yeah, yeah, is going on? He, because he, you know, and they do this thing where they have, you know, they build the suit, his actual normal suit with body armor. And so I think uh, it's almost as if John Wick knows that everybody he fights probably has body armor. So he always has to do the headshot, no matter what, to make sure, you know, they all go down. There is one thing I will say, though, and this and I'm not trying to take anything away from this film because it is very enjoyable. There is a point where 
I felt like as much as he gets hurt and as much as he gets shot, as much as he gets stabbed and as many times as he gets hit with a car, there is a point where you're like, all right, you might be a bit superhuman. I know we're supposed to root for him and I know that it's fine. We want that. But they, they kind of do this thing where they, they desperately try to ground it in a, in reality. So they're like, Hey, how do we make it? So if he does get shot, he lives, we put body arm in a suit. Done. Yeah. No problem. Problem solved. And I was thinking a lot, because there's, there's times where he's being chased and he shoots back at bad guys and he doesn't hit them right in the head. Yeah. You know, and I was thinking, I was like, well, you really should buy all your men those suits. <laughs> I just feel like they'd be very useful yeah. for your henchmen. Because obviously, like, Carmen had the same suit, because the first time those two meet, they oh, both yeah. shoot each other, like, right. point blank and hit each other, and then they're both <laughs> just like, back, yeah. Then, yeah. So, um... Yeah, it's uh, but yeah, there, there's a, a bit of invincibility surrounding him, you know. He, yeah. You know, the, so he does well, some things. Well, like, he's the boogeyman. Oh no, Benjamin. it's true. He's a monster, um, so, but a good guy yeah. at heart. But again, like he, his his uh, perception, I guess his his spatial awareness. Oh, not yeah. so good because he gets hit by cars a lot. Yeah, more than the average yeah. person should. Yeah. I think those are the moments that bother me the most. Is yeah. like. He, I think in this film alone, I want to say somebody hits him with a car three times. Yeah, I feel three. It's about I three it was like times. twice at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. And then once while he's in Italy or whatever. Yeah. And that was the one that was like, really? Yeah. Uh, his, reco- his recovery rate is just, uh, no, mate. How are you running still? Yeah. <laughs> how are you doing and, this? And in the beginning, he gets his, he's in his car and his car gets hit a lot. <laughs> yeah. And one of the times... His door is missing, and he gets the car gets hit, and he gets thrown out of the car. <laughs> and then after that, he gets hit by a car, and yeah. you're just like, "Whoa, what's what?" Yeah. So um, yeah, a little bit of that uh, invincibility going yeah. on. Which, but at the same time, you know, it, I guess that's what you come to expect. Yeah, it, it didn't didn't really take away, you know, too much for me. Right. Um. Yeah. So casting. Yeah, we got to see you know all the everybody from the original film that you know Returns, had bit yeah. parts. They all return, um, including you know obviously Keanu Reeves. Um, the dog does not make a new, so they he's got a new dog. Um, oh, somebody was saying that dog is is in the first film though. That he gets that dog right at the end somehow. Oh yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. I forgot. So... Yeah. Um, but then there's uh, oh Lawrence Fishburne is reunited. Morpheus and Neo have come back together to see him on screen for five minutes. Yeah, I, I don't know. Look, you know, it was it was a nice little cameo appearance. Yeah. But is it is the older he gets, the bigger the gap in his teeth gets? Because I, yes. I could not stop looking at Thank it. Thank you. I thought I was the only one that was no. like, does his teeth grow apart? Yeah, no, it was definitely, I was like, is that wider than, like, I watch him on Blackish and I'm like, I don't remember, but it's got to be just because it's on a screen yeah, so it big. It must be. But it I could not be. look away from it every I've time ne- he was I knew, on. I always knew that he had it. I always knew that that was a thing. Uh, but this is the first time I was like, oh my God, there is a lot of space between your two front teeth. Yeah. Uh, so, and of course we mentioned Common plays a sort of uh, another character named Cassian, I think. Yes. Who's, uh, who's another sort of assassin bodyguard type. Yeah. Um, and 
yeah, they they have him and Keanu Reeves have two of the best fights in the film. I I would agree. And they, they do some great sequences together. So surprisingly, and I feel like we could probably see the return of that character. I think in the we next can film. too. Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't think that book is closed. No. The way this film ends, it is very much they they are banking on this film doing well. Uh, because I, it it's almost as if they've got an idea for chapter three. Yeah. Like, they've already written it. You know what I mean? It's, it's how it felt. Yeah, and if it's the same team involved, yeah. I would be on board. Because like I said, this didn't really suffer from the sequel status. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, everything everything was really, really solid. Yeah. Um, so there, but there was one character who I said uh, was played by Budget Angelina Jolie. Yeah, and I, you I, said I, Budget... <laughs> Kira Knightley. Yeah. So right. maybe, it, maybe if if they had a baby. Right. Well, that baby would be Justin Bieber, and that's what the, it looks yeah. like—an androgynous Justin Bieber. Yeah, it was a weird kind of, and the character was uh, interesting because she's mute, like she doesn't speak. She speaks with sign yeah. language, and you're there's so much lead up where you're like, oh, she's going to be a super badass. Yeah. Oh my god, I can't wait when they fight. It's going to be epic. And it really was not that no, epic. No, it wasn't. She does like one epic kick. Yeah. And then she's like she just furious. fights like everybody else. Yeah, she's furious for a moment and yeah. then she just gets put down. Yeah, it's it was uh it was unfortunate, you know. It's it, you know, the 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 film plays almost as a video game. So, you know, you get through your henchmen, you fight your final boss and and then, you know, right before you fight the final boss, you got to fight the mini boss and if you can beat him in like this mini boss was just not that challenging yeah. well and, and it, considering that the final boss is not really a boss that's you know true what I mean? yeah, like, no. like he's just a, a pampered rich boy yeah. who you, when you get to him he's gonna die yeah immediately yeah uh, so you expect when he fights this girl who's supposed to be his number one yeah that should have been the biggest fight of the film but no right. but the no. biggest fight of the film was in the middle of like the let's say the second act with common right you know? <laughs> yeah, that's where it was hands down <laughs> Probably the best. Oh yeah, fight no, of the it film. was great. It, they, uh, yeah, they, the action sequences in this film, I think, are its strongest suit. I, I think they just they took all the skills that they they put into the first one and just said, hey, what else can we do? And just it's great. Yeah. Uh, the action sequences are, are absolutely great. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I are we gonna rate this one now? Well, yeah, we are. We don't, you know. Uh, is there anything else we need to talk about? We talk about action. Action, plot. Plot, casting. casting. Were there any other castings that stood out? No, not because almost everybody else was nameless. Was that, who, uh, who, who's, the, who's the chap that plays Winston? Oh, yeah, what's his name? I, I know him. You'd know his name if, you know, we make a whole you're gonna, you're gonna, Hang on a minute. He's got to look it up right now, which <laughs> means I'll get the stole. The rusty, trusty Google. Yeah. Uh, Ian McShane, that's it. Yeah, is. there you go. Ian yeah. McShane, very, very known yeah. face. Um, who actually, for for what his character is, I enjoy him very much. I do too. And actually, the other guy, um, the consigliere's, you know, the yeah. guy at the front desk, his name's Lance Reddick. Um, but he's great too. He mm. returns as the host, you know, whatever. But um, yeah, I I like his character as well, and he definitely displays his power mm. in this film. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. He's he's not to be fucked with, if you will. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah. Well, I guess um, well, yeah. I guess we should probably do that. Right. Um. Do you want to go first? Do I want to go first? Do I want to rate this? It's so. 
I feel like I rated the Lego movie so high, but this was also just as entertaining. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Um, oh, my goodness. I don't, okay, so I'm going to say this gets... Does it get as high as the Lego movie? That is the question. It is the question. I understand. Uh, you know what? I will say this. And you pointed out that maybe it felt this way because we'd gone from one film to the next. But I do feel like, even without that, I felt like this felt long. Right. Um, even though it was still really enjoyable, it just felt long. Um, so on that note alone, I'm going to give it a little bit less. So I'm, I'm going to go 4.5 guns taken away from bad guys to use to kill other bad guys. <laughs> Out of five. That's <laughs> good. Um, Can you, I, in fact, you used to kill the guy that he took it off of in some cases. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, I Yeah, I, I think the length of the film, it did feel long, I agree. Um, I did have a bit of issues with just... It didn't take me out of the film, but there were just so many moments where I was like, no, you don't walk away from that, mate. I don't care who you are. Um and it just well, it, three flights of stairs and they both sprung up like nothing yeah, happened. Yeah, I know, I know, and I know it's for the sake of action, and it's fine. But there were just moments, you know, especially the getting hit by the car, where I was just like, "Ah, eh, you're not running away, mate. Stop." Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm not going to rate it as high as the Lego Movie, but I I want to be clear, I just can't bring myself to rate movies in the yeah. exact same. So I'm going to give this four point three. See, I'm even breaking my oh, own rules. Yeah. Right? I'm going to give it four point three. John Wick headshots out of five. Which, again, knowing his proficiency is actually pretty low. Yeah, that's super low. <laughs> super low for his proficiency. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been Cineblokes. I'm Benjamin Baker. I'm Caelan Burrows. And we will see you after the next film.